Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to an early episode of We Watch Shudder coming in on a Wednesday morning this week. My name's JD. Uh, I, I don't know. I've, we've never done this on a Wednesday before. Who's here with me? It's Michelle, and technically it's still Tuesday, so we still haven't done this well, on a Wednesday. Well, it's Tuesday <laughs> when we're recording this, Michelle, but it's going to be Wednesday when they're listening to it. Also, I'm, I'm sorry to Amelia technically, uh, we have done this on uh, every Wednesday in October. Uh, if you, uh, uh, well, that's who cares about the days? Time is a flat circle, and it's an illusion anyway. Uh, well, uh, we're off to a heck of a start, Michelle. How you doing? You feeling all right this week? I am feeling great. How you, about you, JD? Oh man, I uh, what a what a time it's been uh, behind mm-hmm. the scenes here at. Uh, at uh, the life of of JD, but uh, uh, do you have big Thanksgiving plans uh, for the week? You got you gonna go eat the eat the bird somewhere and then do all that family stuff or whatever. I am going to devote four days to playing Yakuza like a dragon. Oh man, you're just gonna. I'm a very exciting person. That's uh, all right. Fair enough. I'm probably gonna yeah. hop on over to Jamestown on Thursday to see Ma, and uh, and have some some turkey and all that stuff. Uh, I, uh, uh, my biggest thing about this whole season is I, I could give a rip about the turkey or most of the, I, I fucking love stuffing season. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you, like you could very easily go to the store and buy stuffing at literally any time of the year. Uh, but there's something about having it in the, in the late autumn and early winter. You got to have it during stuffing season, but I have like five assorted boxes of stuffing in my cabinet right now. Uh, so I'm really excited about the stuffing. Do you do you ever feel jealous of the turkey because it gets to be full of that stuffing to an extent that you and I never will? Oh, that's where you're wrong, Michelle. I'm actually having it written into my last will and testament that uh, that's how I want to be uh, buried is I want to be hollowed out and stuffed with uh, uh, stuffing and then put in the casket and put in the ground. Oh, so we don't get to eat the stuffing. That's even sadder. Well, that, I mean, I guess if you really wanted to, I'm going to be <laughs> right there at the funeral. You know, you're going to have to, I mean, if you want to. how you uh, feed all the guests. Maybe uh, maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll just make <laughs> it like an open bar sort of thing. Just mm-hmm. sort of leave the top open. Because, I mean, they're definitely going to have to cut me open to find out how I went. That's for sure. Uh, well, this podcast just took a real <laughs> weird turn for several <laughs> minutes at the beginning. Normally, we're here to talk about movies. Isn't that what we do, Michelle? Um, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. You're, 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 you're very helpful tonight, Michelle. Thank you. You're, I'm, like, I'm uh, just going with the flow. I'm yeah. good. It's a Tuesday night. They can't have me at my my ultra-perfect podcast yeah, host. If, if, you <laughs> can't, if you can't handle me at my Tuesday, you don't deserve me at my Friday. I think that's uh, what so Marilyn, true. what's her name, said. Uh, exactly. Well, if you uh, if this is the first time you've tuned in, uh, thank you for surviving this long and not turning it off yet. Uh, here at We Watch Shutter, that's what it's all about. We watch Shutter. We watch original and exclusive mm-hmm. releases from the horror streaming service Shutter. I got a cough. Michelle, take over. Yes, today we are watching Blood Relatives, or we have at least seen Blood Relatives. We watched right. it. Now we're talking about it. It's on Shutter. Professionals um, would have a cough button or have edited that whole situation out. I'm just going to go in and reduce any volumes that need to be reduced, and uh, we'll, uh, it's going to be fine. 
I definitely feel like our raw energy adds to our appeal and is also our downfall. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to do a second take of this. So. No, God, no. Oh, God, uh, no. Do you want me to read from the Shutter website what it says about yeah, blood relatives so we can that, get this train like, going? Before you do that, there's something actually that's been on my mind throughout the day here today that I want to point oh, no. out. I'm not going to okay. name any names or nothing, uh, but uh-huh. uh, you sent me a, a screen grab earlier today. <laughs> Uh, where somebody gave us a five star rating, and I, I I love that. Like I love the five star ratings. If you're on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Pods or wherever wherever you listen to us, if you can rate us, guys, please rate us. And if you can rate us like a five, that would be the dopest. If I mean, if you don't think we're a five, that's fine. We I mean we uh, tell people that we don't think they're fives all the time, so we got to be able Do to we? handle. Yeah, we got to be able to handle that ourselves, but. Uh, anyway, somebody gave us a five-star rating, said they, they thought it was a fantastic podcast or something to that effect. Uh, but then uh, they said that uh, we're bad hosts about giving out a lot of spoilers. And I feel like, first of all, we tend to have a very, ex- a very in fact, absurdly uh, attention-drawn spoiler warning in every one of these episodes. But also, then I got to thinking about it, and I think... It's some of these shuttered website descriptions. I don't know who's responsible for writing those. If it's like the filmmakers themselves or if it's some intern somewhere. Uh, I don't know who it is. But man, somebody's got to teach them not to give away their movies and those things. I don't know if that's going to happen here. I haven't even read it myself, but I just it's been on my mind all day. Uh, I can say that this description definitely does give away too much and that I also have been thinking about that rating because I've I always want to improve. I want people to like us. Thank you well, for giving us the five skull rating, but I'm like, "Oh god, have I?" because I know that sometimes my mouth speaks before my brain processes well, and I'm going to make a better effort, but I, yeah, I it's totally what, Michelle, shutter descriptions too. As long as you've read ahead and you know it's kind of spoilery, let's do this real <laughs> quick and dirty. Just Tell us your very general thoughts in like a single sentence and give you the score and we'll read the description in the spoiler section. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So one of the advertisements for this movie said it was a vampire movie unlike anything that had been seen before. And I think it is very hard to top the number one vampire movie of all time, a.k.a. Twilight. And then all the follow-up Twilight movies get the corresponding rankings until this movie. No, I'm kidding. This movie is way better than Twilight. I enjoyed it. It was the ABC family of vampires. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.25. 4.25 skulls from Michelle. Uh, a vampire movie unlike any you've ever seen before. And yes, I absolutely agree with that. And I absolutely agree with you. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a very unique movie. Definitely not a horror movie. This is this is the definition of what we talk about as horror adjacent when we talk about Shudder. Uh, it is about vampires and there are a few vampire-y things in here. But if you're looking for a real horror kind of movie... Uh, maybe not for you. I love this, though. I'm a little bit ahead of you. I came in at a four and a half. Nice. Yeah. So 4.25 skulls, 4.5 skulls. That averages out to 4.375 skulls out of five. Uh, <laughs> if you don't want any spoilers, now is when you're going to want to push the pause button. Just make sure you come back uh, after you watch the movie and listen to the rest of it. We'd appreciate that. Hit that pause button right now. All right. So we're in the spoiler section. Michelle, now, yeah. please... Uh, read mm-hmm. for us. You know, it, 
now that I think about it, uh, uh, considering how frequently some of those descriptions mm-hmm. are super spoilery, we might want to actually consider this. We may have pulled exactly. a, a smart format adjustment uh, out of a, a silly... Uh, 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 criticism of ourselves that we took too too seriously and fixated on for several hours <laughs> any hoozle uh francis a 115 year old yiddish vampire still looks 35 he's been roaming american back roads roads in his beat up muscle car for decades keeping to himself and liking it that way one day jane a teenager shows up she says she's his daughter and she's got the fangs to prove it they go on the road deciding whether to sink their teeth into family life a shutter original yeah that is actually kind of uh yep uh i mean i think you're onto something yeah that is uh i mean it's 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 spoilery in not like like ultimate outcomes kind of ways but it's definitely spoilery in ways it shouldn't be uh so we yes. did that right putting that in this section uh and that does give that. you a really good uh, uh breakdown of what this movie is about from that standpoint that's actually a really good summary uh, of mm-hmm. the film. Uh, tell us, Michelle, about your experience with this uh, as, again, mm-hmm. a, a vampire movie unlike any you've seen before. I don't think I have ever seen a vampire who spoke Yiddish. And I will also admit that vampire is like not the thing I know a lot about. I'm a zombies person, all zombies. I know Mm -hmm. all the things about all the different zombies. So vampires, I'm definitely lacking knowledge in that area, but I'm curious about like the religion of vampires in general. Is he still Jewish? Is he just Yiddish? What is the (laughs) difference between those two? Does he celebrate Hanukkah? Like these are the questions that I just started going down a path with and I don't know if that's ever been answered by a movie it definitely wasn't answered during this movie and now I'm just going to fixate on that at three in the morning uh there's a scene with Josh Rubin and he steals the show and that almost gave it a five sculpt from me because I just I think that I have accidentally fallen in love with Josh Rubin and and here's the thing (laughs) I am happily married to a man who is way too good for me and uh despite the fact that uh Josh Rubin and I have never met and uh have never even had a conversation on social media um we'll probably have nothing in common I still just like I love that man and I would take a bullet for him yeah his scene (laughs) in this movie is is really fantastic uh quick Mm -hmm. note on that if you love Josh Rubin, ho, 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 wait till next week. Uh, are you aware of what we're watching next week, Michelle? We'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. What am I doing? I'm getting I'm ahead aware. of myself. Oh, are you? Just, okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Of course you are. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, uh, Yiddish is uh, uh, predominantly used because uh, I had to look this up myself because I wanted to, to make sure uh, I talked about it properly. Uh, Yiddish is, is predominantly the, uh, a language uh, spoken mm-hmm. by uh, uh, Ashkenazi Jews uh, mm-hmm. in sort of central uh, or in, in, uh, Western Europe and West Germ- it's West Germanic, I guess, is, is what it says here. Uh, but then the term is also sometimes used to refer to uh, the, uh, those Jewish cultures that spoke that language, uh, that dialect. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, for <laughs> just the, just the most like how schlepping has, across the country. <laughs> how has he not dropped that? And it, like, I I love that general idea of like he's this like clearly a hundred and something year old vampire at the very least, 
yet he hasn't kept up with the world, right? Like his yeah. slang is still old Yiddish. He doesn't have slang. a cell phone. He doesn't know what Facebook is. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> he barely understands cell phones, like you said. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I loved that whole characterization. Um, but also I feel like... Uh, when I stopped to think about it a little bit, uh, I, I thought it was a really unique idea about vampires, that idea of uh, getting kind of trapped maybe in certain periods of time uh, because you are yourself timeless uh, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was a really interesting idea. Um, the, uh, the movie is, is fantastically funny. Uh, I, I really... It's, it's very much a... a uh, kind of a, a buddy comedy in the in the sense of uh, or you know, but it's it's you know father and oh hey uh, I'm your kid my mom died so I'm it's that movie we've all seen that movie right where somebody ends up getting uh, uh, hooked up with a kid hooked up is not the words I wanted to use there oh my god uh, with uh, but they you know they get put together with a kid that I'm trying way too hard to not say really <laughs> weird things right now. But uh, uh, your phrasing was correct. It just sounds weird. You're yeah. okay. Continue. We yeah. all know what you meant. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh dear God. Don't take but, that. Uh, I thought uh, the way they, they melded those two things together uh, was very interesting. Uh, I thought uh, they presented him as a, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't like that I, I have to uh, kill people and I, I don't exactly have to kill people, but if I want to stay uh, a, a certain kind of healthy and have a certain look and that sort of thing, uh, I need to, uh, uh, to and so he, he does go out of his way to try and, and go after people that he's deemed are, are bad people, uh, which is, you know, I guess somewhat admirable in a way but uh, uh i just i thought it was such an interesting collision of those uh, of like like who who says i want to make the movie where the guy finds out he has a 15 year old kid and has to learn to be a dad out of nowhere but that guy is a vampire i just it's just i was so caught up in just the idea of it all it plays out wonderfully uh, and apparently that person is is Noah. Uh, Noah, last name is escaping Segan. me. Segan, uh, who both wrote and directed this movie as well as starring in it. Uh, uh, I feel like I have rambled and rambled, but man, I just <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. It was a lot of fun. Um, so did you get the vibes that this was like the dorkiest vampire you've ever seen? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was sure. like, I've never seen such like a nerd. And I was like, no, I've never seen such a dork. And I think that's what I was like. There's nothing like super cool or like yeah. sexually attractive in the way that vampires stereotypically are. Where I'm like, you are not overly you sexual. You are probably not. Uh, you are not I know you are not going to understand this reference, but many of the people listening to us might. Uh, if you are uh, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Uh, think of this guy as like, what if Jonathan, you know, Jonathan from the Superstar episode, what if Jonathan was a vampire? And it's amazing. It's so great. He is, yes, he's just a, he's that guy who 
thinks he's so cool. He thinks he's so badass. He's got the tough car and the leather jacket. And this girl comes into his life and just skewers every delusion of cool that this man has about himself. <laughs> and it's beautiful. It's so it must. Great. It must really suck to be a vampire right at the like I get turned into a vampire there. right at the oh I didn't I didn't mean to do that <laughs> <laughs> I'm hilarious without trying um so it must suck to get turned into a vampire when you're going through a midlife crisis because then you never leave that midlife crisis and I think that's what happened to him because yeah. he was just stuck like I'm I'm middle aged but I'm super cool and I I do need to take back that I've never seen such a dorky vampire because Colin Robinson uh definitely fits that bill you watch what we do in the shadows right uh no i have not uh dear I have not. god okay uh, look, that's upsetting well you've um, barely seen buffy the vampire slayer so maybe we're on equal fitting i here. watched like three episodes and i went eh. yeah um, well, <laughs> so fault is that michelle anyway the this uh, is one of those movies that i had to go and dig into the imdb a little bit about uh-huh. because i could not figure out who these people were but i knew some of them like the lady from rent um who joanne i want to say the one who is in a relationship with maureen she's in this so i was like there's a lot of like names i already know but i did not know who the two main people were so i had to go check that out see that's Um, wild to me because like the moment he showed up on screen i immediately recognized noah segan as the guy from uh the uh the mr short in scare package the one where uh there's like the the support group for dudes, uh, and then don't it turns spoil out, it. Oh yeah, in case they haven't seen that one. Right? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> that one I will catch you on. Yeah, I, um, uh, I I recognized him from that immediately. And that kind of fits into um, while I was doing my IMD digging, I saw that the producers are Aaron B. Coons and uh-huh. Cameron Burns, also with Scare Package. And Scare Package, if you haven't seen it, it's basically a movie made by horror fans, for horror fans, where it goes into all those tropes. And mm-hmm. that's what this movie felt like. Somebody who really understands vampires made this and went, what have we not seen before? And I just... I just like that they're doing stuff that's specifically for horror fans. And thank you, Aaron and Cameron and Noah and Victoria Morales. Yeah, did you uh, did you happen to see who else was a producer on this movie, Michelle? I'm sure I read a name, but I am not thinking of anybody right this second. Josh Rubin. Oh, was he a producer? Yeah, I mean, yeah he was also a producer boy, on this Josh movie. Rubin. Uh, his appearance. No, I'm not. I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not that weird. <laughs> yeah, his uh, his appearance in this film as that Renfield type character was phenomenal. You're right. He very much uh, almost completely steals the show. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, the other thing about this movie, though, that I really like is, yeah, it's a fun comedy. It's a it's a great sort of uh, riff on on some things we've seen before. Uh, but uh, it's got genuine heart, right? Like it's like it's legit. It's it's not just jokes. Like this, like this works as like a, a father daughter bonding sort of thing. And it, it's very much uh, aside from the vampire stuff. It's a very believable story, and the chemistry between the two of them is fantastic. Victoria Morales was awesome here. Uh, with with Noah Segan, I uh, I just I really enjoyed this movie uh, on uh, on that level as well. Yeah, I think if somebody goes into this, which is 
how I go into all movies that we watch and they have the mentality of I'm ready to see something that's scary or unnerving. Mm -hmm. They're going to be disappointed because for a little bit I was disappointed, but then I had to take myself out of that mindset and say, okay, as a movie, if I was just watching something on HBO that I stumbled across and I saw this, I think it would be better. Yeah, that's why I did want to make it clear that, uh, that, you know, this is is not a horror movie. This is horror-adjacent. Uh, there are definitely a couple of moments where they play with some horror elements uh, to get, but again, more for comedic value than other things, uh, which reminds me, Michelle. Uh, so mm-hmm. this movie, I, again, I, I thought it was very enjoyable on a number of levels, including very funny. There are two moments in this movie where I burst out in hysterical laughter here uh, this evening watching the movie at home, uh, and I'm wondering if you can guess what the two moments were uh, that I found. So, in fact, both of them so funny that I had to pause the movie and catch my breath before I could were continue they at, the movie. Were they during the Josh Rubin scene at all? No. Okay. Uh, nope. No idea. I okay. just laughed at the puns the whole time, yeah. and I know that you would not have giggled delightly. No. Uh, the pun, well, the puns that. were great, don't get me wrong, but no, the two <laughs> things that made me explode, I, I, I guess maybe we've never talked about this before. Uh, I am a big uh, slapstick fan. When she hauls off to punch that lady from the motel and knocks her head into the wall and that <laughs> lady's head caves in against the wall, I fucking erupted. Wait, can I guess what the second one is then? Yes. If it's similar, was it when she goes into the building, the security guard is shit-talking his wife, and she kills him, and uh, the main guy's like, well, that was expected. No. Or deserved, or whatever. No. Okay. <laughs> the then other I don't know. One, the other one, uh, like that, I, I actually had to rewind that thing and watch her punch that lady again it was so so fucking out of the blue oh my god it was so great uh but the other one uh is when they're at the biker bar towards the end where he's taking her on the hunt where he's trying they're trying to bond over killing a dude uh and he opens up the trunk and she lunges at him with her fangs and he just fucking terror vomits right in her face Fucking perfect. It was so good. Oh my god. I don't know if JD's okay, you guys. I had I'm telling you, just sitting here thinking about both of them. I just think I laughed so hard at both of those moments I had to pause the movie. They're just so great. Uh and I think they work so much on that level because I was so caught up in the movie that they do just come out of fucking nowhere <laughs> uh and they're just they're they're the they're, they're using those horror elements in just the most delightful way. it's it's the joy of a of a of an infant child squishing a bug right it's it's uh, ultimately in the abstract pretty terrible but come on it's a squishy <laughs> I just, I well don't. I kind of just want to end that as our high note because (laughs) you are like inconsolable and red and I feel like I feel like that's a good moment that kind of captures what this movie was about yeah I just laughed at the puns I really like the puns I liked how dorky Noah was I was just like you 
midlife crisis dad. <laughs> I also oh, I also very much enjoyed the uh, uh, the persistent presence of that uh, that sort of uh, right wing conspiracy theorist radio DJ that pops up periodically. Yeah, there were the direct movie. things from Alex Jones on yeah. that radio. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, it's just uh, yeah. it's a really enjoyable movie. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of fun, a lot of good times here. Um, I, I think people will uh, people will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Just don't go into it expecting to get scared. You will not. No, not at all. No, <laughs> this is a, this is a fun one. This is a, fr- frankly, mm-hmm. uh, this is one that I personally, if I had children, would even not have a problem with letting my children watch. Uh, it's uh, and that's probably why it's best that I don't have children. But that's another discussion for a totally different podcast. Uh, it's a real easy movie to watch if you're not a horror movie fan uh, and you're not turned off by the fact that at this point you know literally every good part of the movie. Uh, definitely go back and give it a shot. You might enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's worth a rewatch, even though I know I'm going to uh, know everything that happens. Also, Doug Benson is in this. Yes, and Doug Benson yes. is great. <laughs> it took me a minute to recognize him. I was like, I know who is that. I fucking know that. And then it just hit me and I was like, oh, you motherfucker. Is yep. Doug Benson? Love yeah. it. Also, if Love you're it. a if you're a punk rock fan, uh, Ben Foster, aka Ben Weasel of the band Screeching Weasel, did uh, most of the music for this movie. Uh, I know that uh, Ben Foster, man, that's a that's an interesting fella. He got himself in a whole bunch of trouble about ten, eleven years ago because he got in a fight with a drunk lady at a show. Read all about it on Wikipedia. I don't know why I brought that up, except the music, I, I don't know, the music's really good, Screeching Weasel's a good punk band, uh, it's, uh, you know, and I feel like, you know, maybe everybody has a chance to make amends and whatnot, it's good jams, but, uh, wow, that was a real, f- <laughs> why'd you take that tangent, JD? Yeah, we're leaving this part in the episode, too, even the oh, no. sad, ridiculous ending. It's good jams, though, was the point I was trying to make. I really enjoyed the music in this movie. We should probably stop talking. Say good night, Michelle. Good night, Michelle? <laughs>